Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. Can I tell others I'm fasting? Well, Matthew 6.18 says we should not appear to be fasting. But I think you can tell people if the heart's right. Hey, by the way, spouse, I'm not going to be eating. But it's a heart issue. If we're going around, hey, I'm fasting 10 days. Look at me, look at me, look at me. You just had your reward right there. I usually don't tell people unless it's a corporate fast with the church. Most of you don't know when I am for that very reason. And when people tell you, you look skinny. Are you sick? Why are you starving yourself? Here's what you say. I'm not starving myself. I'm feeding my spirit. I'm recapturing my health and I'm feeling good in the process. Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear the second part of a special message from Pastor Shane titled, Fasting, What Works, What Doesn't, and Why. Join us as Pastor Shane encourages us to press into the Lord, seeking the heart of God while also sharing his discernment on the best approaches we may take when committing our obedience to Christ in this area of fasting. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman. After nine, ten days of water and I started eating again, oh, mamacita, right? That's what I say in Mexico. And it's all, oh, it's just like, what is this? I'm going to attack everything in the kitchen. But it's a good picture of how appetite works. See, it's suppressed. It's suppressed. It's actually been said, and I believe it now, that refeeding for a few days is actually harder than the fasting itself. Because how do you eat a couple oranges and then you stop for three hours? Have a papaya and stop for three more hours. You're using wisdom there. Now, I've talked about this before. I mean, I've prayed about this, and I don't know the answer. I don't know how they broke fast back then. How did Moses break a 40-day fast? Or Elisha? Uh, We don't know because it it doesn't tell us how they did it. But now we know to use wisdom. I'm sure they knew. But their diets were much more cleaner, in my opinion, back then. So maybe it wasn't as, as hard. How do I get back on track if I fall? Well, just like children, we are growing in our walk with the Lord. Infants learning to walk don't quit. They, when they fall, they get back up. Eventually you will walk where you used to fall. So how do I get back on track? I've blown it. You get back up and you start walking forward. All my fasts just about, I've blown it. I, I, I mean, this one, this 21 day, this 22 day, I started three days, right? Three days, 1200 calories, got my diet real clean, and then I went four days water. I was doing great. And then wouldn't you know it, the toothache from hell hit. Right there, upper one. I remember, oh my. Mm. So am I going to cave in, get on amoxicillin, get a root canal, and start eating again? 
It was a very hard time. So I had, I, for a few days, I had a little bit of food till I was figuring out what I was going to do. So am I going to blow it? No, I'm not going to blow it. So I got back on track, started fasting again, water only. As of now, the pain's gone. Everything's gone. I have a dentist appointment tomorrow. See, so you go to the doctor. And, she, and, and, uh, I think they're just doing a, a checkup or something, but I'm not going to do anything until I need to. Uh, but I'm not naive. <clears throat> I know cavities. I've seen cavities definitely repair themselves because the enamel that has been ripped away because of bad diet can be rebuilt again. The vitamins and the minerals, the tooth can be restored. It's just like a bone. When you break your bone, how does your bone repair itself? Why is the tooth any different? Now, root canals are a different monster, though. They're deeper. There's more damage done. Uh, but I'm just in a holding pattern for now, trying to, to, to just wait on God. Um, many of you know the dangers of root canals, right? You have a dead tooth stuck in your mouth, and it can re- bring in a lot of toxic things. I have two, so there's not much I'm doing about it. I'm not going to pull them out. But all the more reason to fast and eat healthy, right? I mean, I've got, I've got, I know people, they're like, they think the they're chemtrails, the people are spraying, right, chemtrails over, over California. All these chemicals are falling, Right? There's chemtrails, root canals, all, well, I'm just like, well, all the more reason to fast and take care of your body then. But that's just an excuse for them to go to Burn, In Out Burger, Burger King. But why, we should be proactive, not reactive. So here's the biggie. I'm not gonna stay too long here. You guys have heard me talk about this. Can I drink coffee, tea, or soft drinks when fasting? <laughs> you want me to say yes really bad, don't you, right now? You know the answer. Come on. No! If you want two good books, uh, they're both, they're not Christian books. The Truth About Caffeine, and then the, another one is Caffeine Blues, Wake Up to the Hidden Danger of America's Number One Drug. So read those if you want more information. But in a nutshell, uh, those who are addicted to coffee recommend coffee during a fast. I think that's a bad idea because not only are you letting in all these chemicals, all these things into your body, into your heart, into your bloodstream, you're fasting. It's actually pretty dangerous to fast on water only and stick with caffeine. Not only that, it's a central nervous stimulant. So your heart's working harder and harder and harder. So you're going to fast from nothing, just have water, and then have a lot of caffeine, coffee, caffeine, coffee, coffee. Right? See, it just doesn't work. The whole point is detox and to rest and to slow down and to give your digestive tract a break and to calm your heart and to remove toxins. Why are you putting in something that is going to actually counteract all of that? And there are people who they just can't give that up. So I, and here's, here's my struggle. This is actually funny. For the first, I think, couple weeks, was it two weeks? First two weeks of the fast, guess what I kept having? Coffee, yeah. I thought God was going to bless my fast, even though, yeah, I know, I, I know you want me off of this addictive thing, but I'm going to stick with it, and you're still going to honor my prayers because I'm fasting. No, you have to start with what you know to be the first thing God wants you to work on. That's usually the addictions. That's usually the addictions. Because how are we going to fast and hold on to our addiction? Right? Does that, doesn't make a lot of sense because that's the whole point of fasting is to get rid of the addiction and to get rid of the flesh having the final say. Also, water is so crucial to health. Uh, from removing toxins to hydrating every cell, it's a vital resource. And coffee is a diuretic. You know what that is, right? It actually pulls out the water from the cells. So re- always just remember that about, uh, about, uh, water and coffee and try to substitute one for the other. That's why I said take a week or two to wean off. Can you imagine, okay, I'm stopping everything tomorrow. You would be a mess. We'd have to check you in somewhere. Throw away the key. 
I'm going to read. Do you know what the diagnostic and statistical manual is for mental disorders? It's a big manual that lists all the mental disorders. Well, it lists caffeine-related disorders in it. Anything over 500 milligrams is, 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 they believe, causes mental disorders. So they talk about caffeine intoxication, caffeine-induced anxiety disorder, caffeine-induced sleep disorder. All of these lead to angry outbursts, severe anxiety, and extreme irritability. Even psychologists know it who aren't Christians. That's why we call it the Christian crack. Since caffeine runs along the same biochemical pathways in the brain as cocaine, opium, opium and anaf- uh, amphetamines, quitting can be a nightmare. What they mean by the same biochemical pathways is there's something, it's, it's serotonin. It, and it, 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 the, it, it sends this, ah, signal, right? Oh, I just smelt in the morning. I, it was so bad for me. I would start at night, start being, getting ready for the morning cup. Like, is it 4 a.m. yet? Is it 4 a.m. yet? I could smell it before it's even brewing. I'm, my mind the day before is ready for the morning addiction. It was, and it was really hard getting off. So I would just encourage you to do what you can in that area. What about health drinks when I'm taking fasting? Well, again, what is fasting? Water only. Many people like to drink two or three kombuchas a day. Kombucha has a, a slight alcohol content. I can feel it on an empty stomach. And when I used to have those, uh, it's got sugar, it's got caffeine. Uh, so you can, but fasting is really fasting from all those things. What about the great LaCroix drinks? No calories. Right? No calories. And natural flavoring. Well, number one, we don't know where they got their water. Number two, you don't know if the aluminum's seeping in. You don't know where they got their natural flavor. So that's just my two cents. I told you it's going to be a really convicting message. So stick with water. Water. Now, those drinks, LaCroix, I probably had three or four on a fast. Because I'm like, okay, it's either this or I'm going to, I'm going to Tutti Frutti. Yogurt. <laughs> Right, So it takes the edge off a little bit. So I'm not giving you permission to indulge. I'm just telling you that you're truly up here to not master this perfectly. Just water, water only. Yeah, for 21 days. Why can't you do it? I didn't even smell food. I wasn't tempted. What's wrong with you? how our mind works. So anyway, supplementation, I would avoid. People ask about supplements on fasting. Nothing works better than fasting. Nothing is even a second, comes in a close second. What I mean by um, supplements, you know, uh, uh, garlic, uh, what's a big popular thing now? Uh, Turmeric, uh, black seed oil, uh, all these different supplements, supplements, supplements. I just focus on water and let your body, let your body heal itself. Because what people don't realize, some might disagree with this, but even those supplements, to some degree, can be toxic on the body. You, you don't have to take a lot of supplements because that body is now trying to rid, uh, you know, you have, you have tons of, of, of supplements. Your body's now trying to remove those, those elements from the body as well. So supplementation is an area, I, I mean, I had, it every, I had everything, right? Probiotics, ginseng. I could sit here and list 25 names. I'd spend so much money on this stuff, but nothing compares to fasting. And there's a time and a place for it. Sometimes uh, those, those uh, is, is that the popular one? Turmeric, right? I have it at home. I just can't remember. But if you put that on things, it will sometimes cause the body to react to it in a positive way and begin to help with inflammation, different things. So I see how it works, but you don't want to take that during a fast when you're on an empty stomach, especially now, remember this, no one has the truth, and no one has the market on the truth in this area, and science is always catching up. 
So use wisdom. How was the body designed? Uh, people even ask me about there's, there's things I can buy at the store. You know, it's like lemon concentrate and a couple drops equals 50, like 50 lemons. Well, I asked the question, is my body designed to eat 50 lemons at one time? I don't know if that's a good idea. So you just look at how the body was created. Now here comes a major question. Major, major, major. What about juice fasting? What about juicing? Shane, come on. The reason I like juice fasting is because I can still get food. But it's not fasting. Don't call it. It's juice feasting. You're, you're juicing. You're not, you're not fasting. Now, our body uses close to 50% of its energy to digest. Did you know that? 50% of all your energy, it's called, there's also base metabolic rate, uh, BMR, basal metabolic rate. It's the rate at which your body burns energy. Majority of that energy is digesting food. So when you take in juice, guess what? Your body's still digesting. The enzymes, the, the, the gastric juices are still working to digest that. Granted, it's a lot easier than steak and potatoes, but it's still not giving your body a rest because it's still juicing. Now, this is, I, I know this, I differ from some people on this. Again, this is why it's just my message. You want to listen to Dr. Axe, you can listen to him or anybody else. But the concern I have with juicing is because if there's too much fruit, that's a lot of sugar. You're taking, you're, you're, fructose is sugar. You're taking in a lot of sugar. Usually if you juice, I might do an apple with a lot of greens and because it's not limited juice. So if you're just taking in tons of juice, and tons of, of sugar, the benefit is, 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 is many people lose weight, they look healthier, they do better. So it's definitely, uh, works sometimes, but often when they come off, there's a sugar problem. They, they've, 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 they've overworked the pancreas and, and the insulin releases. That's a whole nother topic, but there's just too much sugar. What about orange juice? Well, if you get orange juice at a store, you are basically drinking sugar water. How can you say that? Well, let me tell you I can say that. It's pasteurized. You know what that means? It's heated up so everything's killed. That means every, even the good stuff's killed, number one. Number two is when you juice, you remove what they call cofactors. You remove enzymes. You remove very important fiber, the fiber that helps with the digestion. Did God create an orange so we could just squish it out and drink the juice? Or do you create it so you take the pectin from an apple, you take the fiber, you take the enzymes, you take all the cofactors in the whole fruit. So personally, I don't juice too much. I'm a, I'm a fan of the whole orange, not the juice from 50 oranges. Because we weren't designed that way, and that's a lot of juice. Oh, there's so many rabbit trails. Just tell me if I'm going too long. You've all heard of the glycemic index, probably, many of you, some of you. If I take an orange... When that, when I eat that orange, that juice of that orange, along with the fiber and the pulp and all the things, makes the release of sugar, insulin, the glycogen, slows it down because it's got all of that to help in the digestion of the juice. So it's a low on the glycemic index compared to full-on juice. In other words, if I take a drink of juice, pancreas, insulin, boom, sugar levels, everything goes sporadic because it's just too much. But if you take an apple, the fiber, the pectin slows down the absorption rate of the juice and it enters the bloodstream at a much more natural level. That's why I would rather have an apple than a whole bunch of apple juice. And I know it's, I mean, I'd rather have orange juice at the store than a Dr. Pepper. Don't get me wrong. But if you're grabbing the orange juice, you're not going to get a lot of, of um, the vitamins and different things. Now, I won't get on 
another rabbit trail here, but sugar, I forgot to say this about sugar. Sugar actually competes with your cells for the uptake of vitamin C. So when your cell wants the vitamin C, your sugar will come in there and bind to the cell instead. And you won't have that vitamin C. So if we're getting a lot of sugar, a lot of say, orange juice, but the vitamin C, but if that sugar, that fructose is causing a problem there and not allowing the cell to bind to the, the vitamin C, there could be an issue there. So I know it's maybe frustrating for some people, but that's just my take on it. I wouldn't juice too much. Um, the benefits are good if you want to start out, if you're on medication. I still encourage it, but it's not fasting. Because you're, and these guys I watch, they like, and you make sure when you're juice fasting, you drink as much juice as you can. I'm like, that's not fasting. That's keeping the body in a constant state of sugar, right? Unless you can drink all vegetables. Have you ever tried that? Mmm. Bad, bad stuff. But it's good, healthy. So eat the whole, the whole beet. Eat the whole celery eat when you can versus juicing. But if you need to do a juice fast and you want to do one, go for it. Uh, it is hard and there's benefits, of course, but it's not fasting. So what do I eat when I stop fasting? Well, the longer the fast, the more careful one must be when refeeding. If somebody goes three weeks or four weeks, they're going to take about a week just to refeed correctly. Did you catch that? You can't just have some fruit one day and then go pay a pizza the next. You'll, be, you'll do some damage. So you have to factor into your fasting refeeding. And my thought is fasting is a wonderful opportunity to begin a new beginning. Why go back to the same stuff that caused the problem? So many people go, oh, I can finally start having coffee now. My favorite donut and I can stop by Carl's Jr. And make, what, what was the point of fasting? See, fasting complements a healthy lifestyle. It doesn't take the place of it. Just like the person thinks they can take a pill to fix their diet problems. So fasting should encourage healthy eating after that because we're taking care of this gift God has given us. So who shouldn't fast? Well, of course, pregnant women, nursing moms, um, those who are uh, very sick and ill and kind of wet. You, you, you think of this person who already look like they're, they're very uh, skinny uh, because of maybe a debilitating disease. Uh, you think of the people who are in the concentration camp. You look at that kind of image. You know those. You don't. Th- that kind of fasting is not good for those type of people. That's why, again, medical supervision is important. Uh, somebody came up to me recently and said, "Kids shouldn't fast either." And I said, "Well, it's true, but if a child—I mean, my daughter, 12 years old, wanted to fast for um, a day, so I let her. I mean, she's not going to die. It's actually probably benefits to that. And the problem is, kids aren't underfed today. Come on, they're overfed." And if they're not overfed, then they're malnourished because they're not getting all the vitamins and minerals and different things. How many kids truly get a couple carrots, a couple apples versus Skittles, Pop-Tarts, and, and, and Dr. Pepper? I mean, that's normally what is, is, being, is being given to children. So I don't think kids should fast, but I don't think we have to force feed them. When my kids, it's funny, we, I don't know if I should tell them this, but I will. When we, 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 had, we had arguments in the past, right? Well, the kids are hungry and they need to eat. They don't need to eat. They don't need to eat. They're not, they're gonna, not gonna die. They can go a couple hours without food, right? And when they're ready to eat, they'll finally have that apple. Or they'll finally have that carrot, right? So I, 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 I'm not quick on kids gotta eat every three hours. Let them, let them eat when they're, when there's genuine hunger, when they need to eat. I think we're sometimes feeding too much. The three square meals a day, where did that come from? I mean, have you ever heard of Herschel Walker, the football player? He eats one big meal at night. Big, stocky guy. I know athletes that'll eat two meals. 
2 o'clock and 6 o'clock. Top gymnast in the country, that's it. You, 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 we, we can run on a lot less fuel than we're giving our body. A lot less fuel. We don't need to keep feeding it as much as we are. So the next question, can I tell others I'm fasting? Well, Matthew 6.18 says we should not appear to be fasting. But I think you can tell people if the heart's right, hey, by the way, spouse, I'm not going to be eating or, for, or, or different things. Because how would we know that Jesus fasted if he didn't tell us? But it's a heart issue. If we're going around, hey, I'm fasting 10 days. Look at me, look at me, look at me. You just had your reward right there. So we should, I usually don't tell people unless it's a corporate fast with the church. Most of you don't know when I am for that very reason. Um, and when people tell you, you look skinny, are you sick? Why are you starving yourself? Here's what you say. I'm not starving myself. I'm feeding my spirit. I'm recapturing my health and I'm feeling good in the process. At least a half dozen people in the last month said, you're looking skinny. You need to gain some weight back. What's wrong with you? I'm like, 195 pounds is not skinny. How is that skinny? But see, it's our concept of what we think is healthy, right? The big Oklahoma Schooners football player, that's healthy, but not the guy who can run 10 miles. That's not, he's not, he must be dying shortly. (laughs) And we know research shows that carrying around too much extra weight is detrimental to your health. Not only that, do you know where majority of the toxins reside? Oh, it's out there. You all know, huh? We know. Fat cells. That's where they reside. So, for example, you say you get a, somebody gets a vaccine shot of the influenza, depending on what the strain is or the bacteria, what they use. And it's the minute, minute little things. It can go actually and go into your fat and hang out there for a while, a month, a year. And then something could trigger that. It's released and you get sick and you can't, you don't correlate it back to the shot. Now, I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying do your research. Look into it. The kids today are given way too many shots. I mean, when I was growing up, it was like four, five, six, whatever. Now it's like 39 by the time they're 12. Are you kidding me? They need shots for everything they might not ever be exposed to. So just be careful. Do your research. That's all I'm saying. People shouldn't get mad at this. They should do their research and look at what the, how the body works. So the next question, can I tell others I'm fasting? We answered that. Oh, and it's often those who stop by McDonald's, Starbucks, and other places who feel the need to lecture us on fasting. You'll see that, right? Those who fast don't lecture you. And that's why you don't tell people, because you're not going to get a lot of positive feedback. So when should I fast, Shane? Okay, I want to. When should I? Well, when the Lord leads you, there will be conviction. Number two, when you're feeling spiritually drained. Uh, Jesus said, when you fast. So it tells us we are to fast. Uh, before taking on a huge task or when making an important decision. Uh, number four, when feeling sick, tired, or sluggish, or if you need to lose weight, it's a wonderful way to do that. Uh, number five, I think a person should fast one day a week. I, I think you, if you just, hey, I'm, today I'm just going to rest, just drink water. If you get into a pattern of that, it's not hard. Now I can go 24 hours and it's, it, I'm, it, it doesn't really, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to eat, but it's not like five years ago I was going to hit somebody. Right, I was gonna. I had to stop anywhere, but the body can get conditioned, and I think it's a good for the body to rest. So that's when you should do it. Um, let me see how I'm doing here. Let's see, seven thirty. Oh, how you fast is just as important as when you fast. So read Isaiah fifty-eight. Um, you can't fast from food and still feed sin and expect spiritual growth. 
Regaining Lost Ground listeners, this is Pastor Shane Eidelman. Hey, if you're anywhere near Southern California, I would love to meet you on Sunday, February 26th. I'm speaking in Los Angeles at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. at Rolling Hills Covenant Church in Torrance, California. Or if you have friends or family in that area, please let them know. I would love to meet them as well. Again, I'm speaking in Los Angeles this Sunday, February 26th in Torrance, California at Rolling Hills Covenant Church, and I would love to see you there. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Such a time as this He's calling Wake up child It's your turn to shine Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Lots of channels nothing to watch especially if you're searching for the truth It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525.